Welcome to the Flourish Heights podcast, made for women by women. I'm your host, Valerie Adjamine, women's health dietitian and the founder of Flourish Heights. To be empowered in health starts with a true connection with your body. Together, we are breaking through topics surrounding periods, women's nutrition, body awareness, self-care, and much more. Let's flourish and be the best version of ourselves. Hey girl, I hope you are fabulous. So we are in for a much needed chat because things are getting a little bit, just a little bit out of hand. I feel like there's this toxic vibe to wellness nowadays that's causing us to become so overly obsessed with micromanaging our bodies, looking for the next quick fix to cure every single part of us and making us believe that something is wrong with us. Wellness today just It lacks representation, which is nothing new here. It looks so one way and it's not friendly in my opinion. And let's be real here, it's really all about selling you the next best thing. It tells us that there is a specific protocol, supplement, diet, or exercise routine out there that will heal us all and allow us to achieve this like glowing, skinny, kale, smoothie, drinking picture that we've all come to paint in our heads. It's like we cannot accept that our bodies are capable, absolutely capable of self-regulating. We feel like we must obsess and restrict and be so in control in order to make ourselves like quote unquote healthy. And look, I'm all for 100% building sustainable, healthy habits. There's not anything wrong with wanting to try new things, et cetera. But the micromanaging and obsession is the part that we need to talk about. And today I have a special guest and friend, Cassie, who is going to give you a step-by-step guide on achieving wellness in a way that is unique to you and will work for you. I'm so excited for this conversation. It's super important that we define what wellness really means to us as individual people and what it should look like. Cassie Brown is a clinical nutritionist, currently helping overwhelmed entrepreneurs optimize their health so they can overcome and prevent burnout and increase energy to thrive. All right, so grab a glass of something, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hey, Cassie, welcome to the show. Hey, Val, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited that you're here. We have a lot to talk about. It is 2022. Can you believe that? I Girl, these last two years, it's just a fog. Like it literally is a fun. Literally. It's like, when does it end, right? Oh my goodness. But, oh, it's going to be a good conversation today. Tell our listeners who you are and what you do. So my name is Cassie Brown. I am owner and clinical nutritionist at Candid Health, and I help overwhelmed entrepreneurs increase their energy and um, avoid burnout so they can thrive and flourish in personal and business. Love it. You know, we're all about flourishing. (laughs) Before you, I was like, let me interject something. (laughs) Well, you know, here we are. It's a new year and we're still in a pandemic, ladies. It's been interesting times because there's been lots of grief and loss and, you know, like physical loss or even loss of friendships, loss of jobs and so many hardships. And I wish I can give you guys all a hug right now. But I'm also sure we've 
you know, face some joys um, as well. And now I always look at the new year as a fresh start, even though I hate the whole new year, new me slogan that's overly used. But it is a fresh start for most people, especially when it comes to things like our wellness routine. Cassie, is this the same for you? Yeah, so because of my philosophy to just like ebb and flow with lifestyle, right? It's not so much like a hard like reboot or reset for me. It's, if anything, I go into a new year with maybe a word or like a mantra that Mm -hmm. I keep in mind in, you know, business and personal life. But yeah, I think I just don't want to set myself up to to burn or fail. So it's like, I totally agree. You know, we're going to shift and pivot some things, but we're not going to hit a hard like reset. Uh, Too bad it's not the case for like majority of women out there. And to me personally, it's like a check-in or just an audit. I mean, I like to sit and and think about what I'm going to do better as it relates to my mental health, my physical health, my physical health, et cetera. Um, Because I'll tell you right now in 2020, that was my year of burnout. And so going into 2021, I just had better goals for myself. You know, I was, I told myself, I'm not going to overwork. I'm going to take my breaks. I'm going to use my vacation hours which I hope all of you guys did as well. Um, I said that I was going to prioritize, you know, taking better care of myself. So for me, that looked like a lot of solo dates this year. Um, And here we are, we hear talks of, you know, um, how to create a wellness routine, having a self-care routine, eating healthy, exercising, whatever. But it's kind of vague in my opinion. There's just so much more to wellness. So first, tell us what is wellness and what should it look like? Like, what does it entail? Yeah, I think we get tripped up actually on what it should like look like, right? I think if you, you know, try to establish peace and joy within yourself, but for me, wellness is a mix of expressing empathy and compassion and creating an environment that's going to you know, incorporate and establish flow between mental, physical, emotional health. Um, Yeah. And really just going back to creating that peace and that joy within yourself. Mm. So peace and joy. I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, And so what are the top three things that we should all prioritize this year, being that this pandemic is not going anywhere anytime soon, it it seems like. Yeah. Top three things. Oh, this is <laughs> this is a tough one because okay. Top three things to prioritize. So first I would start with investing in preventive preventative care. So mm-hmm. prevention. Don't look at it as a cost. Um change that narrative around taking care of yourself, find your baseline. So, you know, go get routine labs done. And I'm not just talking about like um, just the generic um, labs that a conventional doctor gives, like figure out your nutrient status. And again, if it's not um, a cost effective thing, work with a practitioner that can really narrow down what you may really, really need. But ignorance, ignorance isn't bliss when it comes to your health. So, mm. you know, don't 
teach yourself on that because I said it before, what you're neglecting now will come back and get you either now soon or soon if you're not already going through it or later on, uh, later on in life. And I say that because, and I know you, 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 you agree with this, that a lot of the things that we're experiencing, um, we may chat about it with friends and colleagues that everybody is experiencing. It, it, we think it's normal and it's not, it's common but it's not normal. Mm. We start to become, um, it, you know, we, we're in autopilot all the time, just kind of sweeping our symptoms under the rug and dealing with them. But we, that's not the way to optimal health. So that's the first thing. I know that was a long answer. The <laughs> second thing. <laughs> keep it coming. <laughs> yeah. The second thing is, I think piggybacking off of that is creating your, your wellness team, like your superstar team that's going to hold you accountable. And so that may look like getting a physician that you really trust and you um, um, believe that they're going to direct you in what's best for you, a nutritionist, dietitian, um, a mental health therapist, like, are we over it being taboo now? Like, we all need yeah. <laughs> get a therapist, even with good things, have somebody that's going to cheer you on and get your squad together or it be a, you know, a personal trainer. Maybe you subscribe to a certain YouTube channel or something. I don't know. Get your squad together where you can, you know, have your cheerleaders outside of friends and family. Um, so the first one, prevention, getting your team. And the third one, I want to do a little two for one because this is a big one I've seen a lot. <laughs> I've seen a lot. It's decluttering and reducing your toxic load. So, and that's mm, that's a good one. Faces people that aren't aligned to where you're trying to get to. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've seen a lot of it, and and it just going down to just like a workspace. Like, get rid of these old papers. We're holding on to things that aren't serving us, and really a cluttered space is a cluttered mind. Like there's scientific research out there. I know you know that. And so, you know, take the time to declutter. And that's what we work in my program too. Like we have a deep clean exercise that we're like <laughs> person place thing. Like where do we need to deep clean? Mm -hmm. And then just slowly removing toxins, um, working with a practitioner to help you do that. Um, cleaner beauty products, cleaning products food, things like that. So those are the top three. Well, I want to make up, I want to ask you, actually, you mentioned um, some things that could be unrealistic for a lot of people, right? Like, you know, um, maybe people that are on a budget can't maybe afford a physical therapist or um, sorry, personal trainer, you said personal trainer or, you know, um, getting a practitioner to help them do this deep, you know, toxic free cleanup or whatever the case is, what are some cost effective things that someone can do um, if they're on a budget and can't maybe afford some of these types of things? So first is Google, <laughs> non-toxic cleaning options like DIY, right? Because a lot of the stuff we can clean with is regular white vinegar, some alcohol, some essential oil, um, get that together and a piece of paper like as far as well that's far as deep cleaning but as far as like decluttering just a piece of paper and some time 
um, just starting with what you have, like some lemon. I have a bunch of like recipes in my head, some tea tree, oil, <laughs> tea tree oil, you know, there's things that we can replace that are actually cheaper than buying the, the original cleaners. Yeah. And even so, like, you know, you also mentioned personal trainer and I think you did also say something about, um, like watching a, you know, a, getting your body moving, you know, from a YouTube, your favorite, like YouTube exercise video or something. It's just like, you know, what, what is out there, what resources are out there that are, um, you know, free. Cause it's like, you know, you don't need to spend so much money on, you know, working out a wellness routine for yourself. And I know you're going to talk a little bit about that, but I think, um, there's just so much out there on like what wellness should look like. And I absolutely hate it. And I have some questions I want to ask you as well on just what your thoughts are. But I also like the point that you made about preventative care or healthcare, um, not waiting for things to happen because this is what a lot of, I mean, like even with me, like as a dietitian, people come to me when they are diagnosed with, you know, whether it's high cholesterol, prediabetes, whatever the case is, it's like, you know, we need to start thinking, um, having a mindset of, you know, preventative health or like, what can I do now? So I don't fall into, you know, this, or what can I do now? So that, you know, maybe I can just take it, you know, better care of myself or don't get so burnt out or, you know, whatever the case is for you. Um, I really, really love that. Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, for sure. And then we, it's, we fall into these quote unquote, like ironic times and ages where things start happening. Right. And it's, I always tell my clients to like, take a step back for a minute and let's look at your health history because so with women, we start to experience these gut issues, these skin issues in our 20s, or you know, this um, odd disbursement of body fat or whatever that may be, right? But if we look at the timeline, we're, we're you know told to be on birth control, we're not eating well, we're working out like crazy, not for our cycle phases. So it's it's not really ironic, right? Like that it's happening. So it's really just taking a step back and um, looking at habits that led up to that point. And and you know, gathering yourself, calling yourself out. Like, come on now, go <laughs> like on. a check in, huh? Like a check in. Like a check in. Yeah, I had one this weekend. Like Cassie, you know, how can you make this better? You're sitting here asking this question, but how can you make something better? You know, right. it's, it's really honest with ourselves. Sometimes that's really hard to do. It's so hard and so uncomfortable. When, when I'm telling you that discomfort, it, it, it there's a reason for it. You know, because yeah. we glide and then we get hit with something. Because I work with geriatric, the geriatric population, mm-hmm. and they're always saying they should have taken better care of their health. Mm. They were negligent. And like going back to ignorance is bliss. Like it ain't blissful no, no more because yeah. you have to pay medications and you're frustrated. And it's not even about, and the reason why I say investment, look at it as an investment because, you know, they, they're hurting over there with having to pay X, Y, Z for insulin for mm. diabetes. And and it's not only costing them money, it's costing them, you know, mental, emotional time. They have to go into the doctor's office. So 
So I didn't mean to throw in a scare tactic in there. No, I mean, I mean, you're making good points. And I also want to add too, like some people don't have the access to this type of information. And that's, that's, you know, that's why I do the work that I do. That's why, you know, you're also doing the work that you do. Just a lot of people just don't know, you know, I'm sure they want to know and they want to take better care of their health. They just don't know how to, or, you know, what information to listen to out there, because we know, you know, in the media, there's just so much misinformation when it comes to, you know, wellness or health or nutrition, these kinds of topics. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. You know, mainstream wellness paints this picture of, like I said, what wellness should look like. And it's usually this picture of, you know, a white woman, maybe with blonde hair, I don't know, eating a salad, working 10 times a day, you get the memo and I'm just keeping it real. Um, when I search wellness or healthy eating online, I see no diversity at all. Um, well, if I do see diversity is very, very like small percentage, you know, barely any woman of color, um, no cultural foods, none of that. It's, and it's everywhere in the media on Instagram, you know, on television in entertainment, fashion industry. And I love that now I'm, you know, we're hearing more talks about, about this because we really need to redefine what wellness is and what it should look like. What are your thoughts on this? Well, first, <laughs> had you asked me this like a year or two ago, I would have had all types of, you know, ego and abrasive things to say. Cause I just, I don't know if you've dealt with this, but you, you know, in our industry, there's very few of us and also very few of us maybe being really, really honest about just what we talked about prevention, right? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, just, you don't, as far as like relationships, you don't want to believe it's because you're black. You may have not been able to open this door or work with this person, right? But it's real and, and it's frustrating. So I'm at a point now where I'm just like, you know what? It is what it is. And because it is what it is, what we need to do is continue doing what we're doing right now. Like, you opening up the door for me on your platform and us working together and then me working with the next person, right? And we create opportunities, kind of putting on our blinders and continue showing up in spaces we are welcome. And I think the biggest challenge too is not mimicking what we see um, in the media because sometimes when we start to mimic that, we can get exclusive and being like, well, this is for us, right? And going back to like coming from a, a empathetic and like peace and joyous because wellness and health that's for everybody it doesn't have to look one way like let's take what you have and make it healthy and let's remove bmi the scale can we just throw all that away because <laughs> I, I think the bmi that really needs to be like abolished because i think wasn't it from some like old it's like French. a European like white man or something like that. Yeah, in like the 1900s. And he wasn't even a physician, I don't think. He was like a, a mathematician. Yeah. <laughs> and come on now. Like, come on. That's not yeah. even with the white women today, even our bodies just changing and adapting as time goes on these years. That doesn't even, it doesn't even relate to them anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, the European. Standard. Yeah, because I think originally it wasn't, I think it was, used for male. I don't think there was any woman that was well, even used go. in that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, no, go ahead. No, it's just so different. And then the scale thing, I mean, we know this too, like you can literally weigh the same person as the next, that has no indication on 
your health at all. Absolutely. Yes. So true. So true. And, you know, this um, idea or imagery um, of what wellness looks like, it just kind of reinforces the idea that being healthy um, or well needs to look a certain way and that wellness belongs to a certain kind of people. And I'm sure my amazing, you know, white listeners would agree to this, or maybe you have noticed, hopefully, if not, you know, just take a broader look at, you know, what you see, what, you know, what's kind of going on, you know, eating healthy isn't about, you know, getting the best organic produce or drinking smoothies all day, or I don't know what else you want to add to this list, Cassie. (laughs) Beauty products, all type of stuff. See what you just listed. What happens is we, again, this should look like, and wealth is not wellness either. Like you can have people are wealthy and got all types of issues, but I like realness of the foundation of health, which costs little to nothing. I mean, water, deep breathing, meditation, journaling, food, you know, not even organic, but like it really is wellness. Isn't what you see. It's not an image. It's a feeling. Mm. And, you know, I think if we just, sorry, that, that was, that was wonderful. Repeat it. (laughs) It's not a look, it's not an image. It's a feeling. I love it. Yeah. An individual feeling. But, um, I think too, we have to try our best as black people, as minorities to shift our narrative in, you know, looking at what they have is like unattainable. It's no, we can have it too. We just, we need to try not to deflect and blame. Like, what can we do better? Cause we're doing just fine. Mm-hmm. You know, we just need to work on, you know, our foundational wellness and what makes us feel good. And um, all that other fluff, all that exp- yeah. It's- another podcast, another podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do one solely for that. The expensive things you do not need. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, save your coins, ladies. Save your yeah, freaking- coins in 2022 these like a luxury sub supplements and stuff like that prevention see don't don't even get me started you go buying (laughs) supplements stuff you don't need and may be toxic for you may be doing you more harm because you read it or you heard auntie saying you need it something like Mm -hmm. it's a hot it's a hot mess out here in these streets (laughs) but yeah i mean to what you said there's just there's so many you know, there's so many, um, skin tones and hair textures and body sizes and cultural foods that cultural foods that represent health and wellness. So Cassie, how can one, um, you know, for our listeners, how can they create a wellness routine that actually works? What are the steps? Oh, this is not going to be a popular answer. Well, (laughs) I, so in my program and my first step in my program is, isn't before we talk about nutrition at all, um, we talk about channeling your mindset. Look, there's a lot of C's in my program. We got to keep it, you know, <laughs> we got to keep it, but it's really challenging your, uh, channeling your mindset because, um, and I talk about clarity, confidence, control, and courage, and just, gaining that clarity around your why, like what is blocking your ability to show up fully in life, right? Like, and then who's going to support you with that? If you're working with me, it's me. If it's working with you, it's you, right? Like who's going to be there? And then um, creating that confidence around just the small moments of 
for the small acts that you do for yourself each day, knowing that those small investments are going to pay off towards who you're trying to be or what wellness goal you're trying to make, right? Um, just knowing and trusting yourself that you're making these right decisions and not going so hard on yourself and not falling off and removing that limiting belief. Um, and then just having the courage to, you know, check your ego, like, and well, let me, let me not get too deep in this, but having the courage to check your ego and the control, focus on focusing on, focusing on what is in your control and really see, we do a lot of time auditing. So how are you spending your time? So, you know, is it, is it really time that you don't have, or is it you're lacking a priority? It's, or it's not a priority to you. And if it is a time thing, like how can we move and shift some things around and maybe delegate just like you and I were talking about YouTube, you know, delegating <laughs> some yeah. work. Like, do you need to hire a chef? Do you need a meal delivery service or whatever? But, and then um, really just going back to courage and that ego, removing that ego and checking on yourself. Like, what do I need to remove about my beliefs and how I show up for myself in life mm-hmm. and asking for help and doing so without judgment or feeling judged and then really don't give up like stop quitting like reassess and pivot but don't quit that's not what wellness is so that was a long answer no it was good let's say you mentioned a stress and sleep i want to hear about self-care i think people are slightly annoyed at this like constant buzz in the media to self-care this, self-care that, but how can we make self-care like a true part of our everyday life? Yeah. I mean, it goes back to painting that picture of what it looks like, right? Like, I think, um, removing like the all or nothing approach and like getting Mm -hmm. rid of like shiny thing syndrome. Like we don't all have time to go to a spot or we don't have the money right now to go to a spot, or we just don't want to prioritize going to whatever that is you know I think it's looking at the small acts every day with self-care because I don't think we we just don't give ourselves enough credit like getting up in the morning even though we're not feeling like it and making our bed that's an act of self-care or sending that text to a close friend maybe and not even for you to like check off the box and being like I did it but it's like nurturing that relationship that's self-care um shoot listen my whole just washing my face is a production I'm like (laughs) in my household my son and my my husband know I'm about to go wash my face take 15-20 minutes don't bother me and I'll put on some music not that it takes long to wash my face I just take my time right put on some music light some palo santo or a candle and just have that moment it's little moments and um or just choosing to cook at home one night. That's mm-hmm. self-care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no, I love that. I love that. Um, and yeah, we need to scratch the idea that self-care is only like bubble baths and getting your nails done and whatever else people like to add to the list. It's um, just whatever. And you, it goes back to the feeling thing that you said earlier. You know, it's like how you feel. It's not like what it looks like. It's just like what makes you feel, you know, good also. And 
it, it could be five minutes. It could be that you wait till the weekend and take uh, an hour or two to, to do that. So it's different for everyone, but it's like, what's going to be the best, um, routine for you. Even if it's like two minutes to warm a cup of hot water and making tea, like that's, I'm just talking, I'm being biased. No, no, about really, me. Really, <laughs> you forced yourself into self-care. Like I forced myself into a bath one night and I wasn't really feeling it. I'm like, okay, I done wasted water. And like, I was sitting there like, I'm not feeling this right now. I really just want to have some kettle corn and watch Netflix or whatever instead. Or people are like, you need to work out if you're feeling like stress. One, no, that's not a good idea to be working out hard like that. And that's a whole nother episode. But um, I've worked out and I'm like, I don't feel, this isn't making me feel better. So <laughs> Or have you ever thought of like, have, I don't know if this has happened to you before, but you're like in the middle of like self-caring and you end up thinking about like all your stressors. And so it doesn't be, it doesn't feel like self-care anymore. Like, how do you navigate? Like, what are some, some tips that you have? Yeah. Like I just created space to think about everything. That's what I did. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) My thing is, so my go-to, and I know this is out there too, a lot in and you talk and people talk about journaling and all that stuff, but I really, I really feel like writing it out. I don't care if it's on your phone in notes. I don't care if it's texting somebody and just saying like, you know what, don't text me back. I just need to get this out or, you know, a voice recording, or it does not have to be pretty just writing out. It just brain dumping. It really, really helps you to get it out of your head, like to put it down. Okay. I can see this. And giving yourself grace and patience. I always say just start there because like you said, if we fall into a self-care regimen, but we have all this stuff in our head, how can we really enjoy that moment? We're going to be thinking about it. Actually, that's what happened in the bath. Like I was sitting, that's why I wasn't enjoying. I was like, I'm thinking about everything. I'm not even. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So no, but you're right. And, but yeah, that's when I go to, I'll just brain dump. And like I said, there's different forms. Don't, you don't need a pretty journal. You need a bag, a sheet of scrap paper and just <laughs> write it out, crumble it up, throw it away. You know, you don't have to. On your it. phone. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. A, a voice note on your phone or your notes. Go to work, cuss, <laughs> use a marks. I don't know. Just get out whatever you need to get out, you know? Yeah. No, one thing I'll, I, I want to say to our, our listeners is, um, also making an effort to get to know your body more, um, you know, check in, like, are you truly in tune with it? And it's okay if you're not, you know, it's also asking these questions of, you know, what is your relationship or what is my relationship with food look like? And how does, how is my relationship with my body? Um, do I need to seek out a professional? Do I, am am I mindful? Am I, you know, like what are some tools that can help me? Um, like you mentioned journaling, Cassie, you know, or is it tracking my cycle to be more in tune with my body? Is it deep breathing or listening to my hunger and fullness cues as I'm able? Cause I know that's not the case for everyone. We're all, we're all on different journeys, but I think it's, it really is, you know, as we are in this new year, 2022, which is so crazy to say, oh my gosh. Um, you know, we really have to be intentional about where we are on our wellness journey. I know I, you know, this Flourish Heights community is filled with ambitious, powerful, inspiring women. And the truth of the matter is you can't live a life of abundance. You can't 
flourish in your life if you don't take care of your body and your health. So this year, I challenge you to put your health first, your wellness, your body first. I encourage you to do that, you know, invest in it where you can, and it will be so, so worth it. Yeah, I agree. Beautifully said. Beautifully. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Cassie, yeah, No, I was going to say, realize we went through a whole pandemic, like, okay, Oh, we still we in a pandemic, to, baby. Seriously, <laughs> we, we have to give ourselves grace to that. There's been monumental shifts in, in mm-hmm. all industries. Like we really, and I feel like, again, this is becoming more mainstream, but like you said, towards the beginning, we just have to really be careful of who we're receiving this information from and ask questions, mm-hmm. like ask questions, do digging, do more research, because, you know, if you come across an influencer or whoever that gets offended by that, or that's a red flag. I don't know about you. I'm like, ask me questions. Like, and I'm not afraid to be like, I don't know, but I'll get back to you. Mm -hmm. There's no ego here. And so, you know, take care of yourself. Like, yes, I love that. Thank you so much, Cassie. And one last question for you. And I ask this to all of our amazing special guests that come to the show. And that is, how do you flourish? Oh, thanks. Um, That's a good question. (laughs) I think I flourish. Oh, gosh, this is going to sound so cliche, but taking care of myself. So I can take care of the closest people around me. Like I, yeah, because when I'm fulfilled, just like you said, there's a different way I show up in life and on a day-to-day basis when I take care of myself. I'm like unstoppable some days. I'm like, what? I got that, got this. <laughs> but no, just take taking care of myself. And again, going back to the popcorn and Netflix, if that's if that's <laughs> If that's the vibe that night, <laughs> that's what it is. But yeah, that's how I flourish and, and, and keeping just quality people. In my we life. are flourishing all 2021 <laughs> lady or 2022. God, I'm still stuck in 2021. Thank you so much, Cassie, for all the gems you spilled today. You guys can keep up with Cassie. Her information is in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave some stars and a review. I would really appreciate that. Well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and until next time, keep flourishing. Thank you.